Blackity black and that's black, y'all. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the uh, Brothers Comics podcast. Uh, really, it's like a sub-genre here about the blackest thing you've seen this week uh, as we're going to talk over some topics that have come up over the last probably seven to ten days uh, with the crew of the originals. Hey, on the line tonight, we have um, Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Yes, I happen to be black. I qualify. Yes! <laughs> Yeah, you've been brought up to the main stage as well. Uh, also on the line tonight is the Female Perspective. Hola, from Female Perspective. What's yeah, up? She's in, that's right, she's in the house. And on the line tonight is the habitual line stepping himself as Big Hutch. Black History Month is you. Yeah, that's right. Hey, man, we are full Black History Month here. Uh, there might be a side brother topic in here. Uh, kind of related to that. But as we're going through, we just got a few topics uh, this week. Um, and one of them is a real huge topic about that Quincy Jones interview, which pretty much sparked, spurned this podcast. Uh, but before we get to that, that's the that's almost the closer. Before we get to that, we got to get an RIP in for actor Reg Cathy, uh passes away uh, yesterday. Um, I think it was 58 years old. He wasn't really that old. Um, no, he wasn't that old. Away. Yeah, from uh, from a nerd perspective, uh, he was the uh, father in the uh, most recent Fantastic Four movie. Uh, pretty much character actor on a lot of different shows. Um, I don't really have a real specific Reg Cathy memory myself, but I know his his voice is very memorable. You know it when you hear it. Uh, you got any Reg Cathy memories from that perspective? Uh, yeah, he was on. He's been on a lot of stuff. He was on The Wire. He was on yeah. um, on Grimm. He was on. Um, What's the uh, Netflix show? Uh, House of Cards. House, House of Cards. Cards. Yeah. yeah, he was really good yeah. on that. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't. I didn't necessarily know who he was by name, but once I saw his face, then yeah, I recognized him from a lot of different things that I've seen him in, and he's been in a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies, and so forth. So, yeah, he was a very talented actor. Yeah, very, very much so. Like I said, you you see his face in a lot of different things. You might not know who he was, but you know the voice. Like he's got a very distinct voice. Um, Hutch, any Reg Cathy memories? Um, pretty much the same thing that the female perspective said. Um, I do remember on Grandma. And I do remember a little bit on the Wire, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Sandman, any particular one? Uh, the main two were uh, House of Cards that. Awful Fantastic Four movie. Um, he was probably the best thing about it. And um, uh, what, what's the other movie? Uh, I forget. But his voice is unmistakable. That's one of the first things you always um, um, remember when you uh, just hear his voice. He's just got one of those uh, distinctive voices, and he was a great actor. It's really sad. That really hit me kind of sad when I heard that. Yeah, very young. 58 is very young. So, uh, Kathy. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, topic two in our blackity black, the black black uh, uh, topic so this week. There's a couple of other people that that passed as well. Uh, Dennis Edwards from The Temptation. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, okay, I didn't right. even hear that. Was that this week or I think that was, was, that, was last last that was this last within the last seven to ten days. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And John Mahoney, who played um, the father on um, what's that show? With Kelsey Gray. Oh, Frazier. Frazier. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I did remember the temptation, dude. And this is a real throwaway topic. Before we get to that topic number two, uh, remember that temptation? Y'all should remember too that temptation movie. I think it came on NBC uh, back in the day. Um, and you forget how cursed the original temptations are and were. Um, Mm -hmm. like like so many of them uh met some untimely deaths, so to speak, and in, you know, kind of not unspeakable ways, but kind of unspeakable ways. So uh, I remember buying that DVD from my mother for either Christmas. Actually, it might have been a VHS uh, for Christmas or something <laughs> like that. So, uh, yeah. Wow, that even sounds strange now. Wow. Yeah. 
So, all right. <laughs> all right. Topic two in this blackity black. Uh, Olympian Shawnee Davis. Uh, if you remember four years ago, he was the first black Olympian to medal in the Winter Olympics in speed skating. Um, so it was a big deal. So as the Olympics kicked off here the, uh, a couple of days ago now, uh, there was this controversy on who was going to be the flag bearer coming in. And um, it was down down between Shawnee Davis, an African-American fella, and some other white fella or lady. I can't even remember which it was. And there was a coin toss. I'm like, all right, well, it's a coin flip to who's actually going to get it. Shawnee Davis didn't win it. And uh, he had what we would like to call a hissy fit. And he didn't even attend the opening ceremonies because he didn't get a chance to bring the flag in. And um, so he's getting, he's catching a little bit of heat for all of that. His thought process is, I was the first black person to win a winner uh, thing. I should get it pretty much because that happened. So Hutch, uh, does he have a point or just follow? Because it seems like the rules were in place for this to happen. Like that's the protocol. Like if it's between two people, it's a coin flip. Uh, I guess, I mean, a coin flip is a I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I haven't watched a second of the winner win, and I don't. I barely remember him winning this winner Olympics four four years ago. So I mean, I, what? Yeah, what? I'm sorry that he got ganked, uh, but yeah, that's what happened, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Sam, man, uh, did he get ganked, or he doesn't have a point because that's the rules. The, the rule is the rule. Eh, it sounds like it's just kind of like the rule. I mean, I knowing nothing about this, I didn't even know this cat existed until literally uh, five minutes ago. So uh, I don't know. It, it, it sounds like the rules were in place. Um, I, I don't think it sounds like any discrimination was going on. I think. You never know. I mean, the, hell, there was the Olympics and some of the nonsense has been going on behind the scenes as we've seen with the gymnastics teams and stuff. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, it sounds like it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Female perspective, you were saying before you were some people talking about it at work and maybe Shawnee Davis's general personality might not have helped him uh win any favorites when when it got down to the voting. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, what I was telling you uh, beforehand that I overheard some people discussing him. Um I'm not that familiar with him or his situation, but they were saying that he's not a very personable person. And, um, you know, previously he's kind of shied away from being associated as, you know, a black, you know, first black Olympian, whatever, to win, you know, whatever his field was or so forth. So, you know, now that he didn't get what he wanted, he wants, you know, to bring that to light. And you can't, I don't think you can have it both ways. So, I mean, I, I don't know the circumstances behind him not being a flag bearer, and you know, like I said, I'm not all that familiar with his his whole situation. But yeah, that that was just what I had heard. The, well, what I understand is that you know, a group of people that are going to the Olympics, like fellow Olympians, vote, and it got down to be ten. 10 to 10 or whatever the number was, that it was even. And then they were like, well, you know, now it's down to the coin flip. And he felt that that was insulting because he lost. I'm sure he would have gone had he picked heads. Um, and, he, you know, the fact that then he doesn't show up for the ceremony, then it's kind of like, now you're kind of looking like sour grapes because, it, like, you're in it for you, which, again, it's an individual Olympic sport. So, of course, he's in it for him. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. But, uh, in a sense, you I, I don't know if you've got to show up, but if you was going to show up if you won, then you got to show up if you lost. That's just my personal opinion. So, um, yeah, all right. So, I, 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 I to watch it occasionally because I like the ice skating. Uh, that's really the only part that I watch is, you know, the ice skating part. But, yeah. Man. I don't even watch that. <laughs> right. I don't watch the Winter Olympics. I mean, the last hockey match I watched, the miracle in 1980 because uh, we only have four channels at the time. Uh, that, all of that. Yeah, um, I don't watch any of it. I don't watch figure skating. I don't care about hockey. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, there won't be a minute of the Winter Olympics I'll watch except maybe the closing ceremony because why not? But even that, I ain't watching any of that shit. Did you watch any <laughs> yeah. of the opening ceremony? No, I saw some of the highlights of the dude from Tonga or whatever that was there with his top off and throwing fire and shit. But beyond that, no, I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, I, 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 I
It just, I mean, I don't have any interest. To be honest with you, I don't even really watch that much Summer Olympics if outside of the basketball anymore. So, um, yeah, I don't really care about Summer Olympics either. I mean, the Olympics is a passe, in my opinion, a passe like thing. Like, it's just not something that catches the imagination for me anymore. Maybe it's y'all, but I don't really care about the Olympics one way or the other. Winter, fall, spring, summer, it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Topic number three on the blackity blackity black black y'all. Hey, um, it was reported and rumored for a little bit. We talked about it on a previous podcast that the Martin TV show was going to make a comeback, and we had uh, prophesied that that's probably not going to happen. Him and um, the actress that played Gina really had a bad falling out. She had sued him for sexual harassment and those types of things. But um, as everybody knows, cash rules everything around me. Cream gets the money. <laughs> Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Uh, so he, Pam, and Gina were caught outside of a restaurant in Hollywood. Uh, they were very uh, coy, committal about the show coming back. I, I had to look it up. Martin's been off the air for twenty damn years, y'all. Twenty oh, years, yeah. nineteen ninety-eight. Okay, it's Come been on. off twenty years. Wow. So. The- the fact that it's oh. potentially making a comeback is crazy hey, in and of itself. I did not that, know it, it was that long. Yeah, so, 20 oh. years. 20 it's a whole years. generation that don't know what the hell that show is. Good Lord, man. Mm. Well, crazy. yeah. Well, yes and no, because it runs on reruns on MTV and BET on the regular. So oh, yeah, you know, man, these younger kids know who it is. Yeah, you know who. Oh, it's on MTV, too. And. Mm. So these kids have seen it before. My thought is, I'm not sure if you could run a version of that show today because of it. It's I don't know. I don't know if you could run that same version was, of that show. It was very much of a, a '90s show. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it's just, yeah. it just, I don't know. It just exudes that for some reason. I can't exactly explain why either. It just is. <laughs> yeah, and trying to redo that now. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to go over or not, especially without Tommy. But, I mean, what do you think, though, Hodge? I, my issue is that, one, it's a little coontacular. I mean, as much as I like that show, <laughs> it is very coontacular. Did you say coontacular? It is coontacular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, man. And, and we yeah. are coon. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Could be morbid curiosity more than anything about how they deal with Tommy, but I just don't know about you. You can't get a show on TV where he goes out there because a good portion of that show was him telling Pam how ugly she was. I don't know if you could run that in 2018. You know what I mean? Like female perspective, I don't think you can run that in 2018. Um, yeah, some of the humor will probably have to be approached differently. And, and I also kind of uh, kind of agree with um, Sandman. It, it the the original show very much had a '90s feel, and and like I've said repeatedly over and over again, when they keep trying to go back to the well and bring these old shows back, one of the reasons why they they were successful is because of the time period they were created. When you take it outside of that and try to modernize it and, and make it relevant to what's currently going on, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And plus, they're now... It doesn't work. That's yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Now they're 20 I years mean, older, too, so that's going to be... Right. Everybody's 20 years older. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to bring some kids in there somewhere. Somebody got to have some kids in 20 years. That's my mm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're going to have to interact with kids and... Being parents and all that. Uh, you, that that's my that's what I see them doing. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they could say that parents do because these bees and, and I mean, uh, uh, bring all that shit in there. I mean, we ain't uh, uh, I mean, what, uh, I think that a housewife, the housewives of Hollywood and all them shows. Well, people technically think of that as a reality show, which is not. But no, I, I just don't. I, it's totally scripted TV. But I I just don't know that. I just don't know that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's going to be okay. I mean, that's just one of the things. I, I, 
uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a. I like the show. Obviously, we when we talked about this before. I really enjoy the show. I'll still watch it in reruns or whatever. But I, I'm good. Like them, twenty years was more than enough. I don't think I need to see what's happening with uh, with you know, with Martin and them and again. I, it's just been too long. I think. Um, that was me. coincidence, right? Right, right after we brought it up on our podcast, almost you know, a couple of days later, they were discussing bringing it back, which is I the Matrix. <laughs> And when you are correct, the major. <laughs> the major. <laughs> yeah, so. Somebody took money. That's all it came down to. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> Go around the room. So, thumbs up, thumbs down on a Martin remake. Female perspective, thumbs up, thumbs down. Part of me says that I am kind of curious to see how they would approach, you know, bringing it back. Uh, but. Another part of me says it probably won't work. So I, I'm going to say thumbs sideways. <laughs> That's not the game. <laughs> Sandman, thumbs up, thumbs down. Mark. As, I want to say thumbs up. I really do. Having any any black person working, doing anything, I think is a good thing generally. But <laughs> generally, but now in this case, this is just some rehash and uh, no I don't think it's a good idea again the, the magic's not going to be there it's not going to be right thumbs down uh, I, I said that it was going to happen in that last podcast I don't think it's going to be successful and guess what's going to come after it uh, in Living Color the reboot too yeah I, no, I, I see them bringing in Living good Color good lord back. Yeah, I but see that, but yeah, I I agree. But that's a topical show, you know, and doing skits or whatever. That's that's still been around. That's something that you know I could see. I mean, they they ain't bringing it back with all the the wins and Jim Carrey or nothing like that, though. It would just be a bunch of different people with the same title of the show. I saw something well, on there. Make, they, they'll probably do cameo appearances, though. I guess I saw. All yeah. I, well, I saw something on there that it was going to bring back that show with one on one, is that the one with Flex and Kiki Palmer or whatever they were saying. But I was like, what? The, this wasn't oh, even a good no. show 15 years me? ago. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, Jesus, like, come on, Are man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Damn. Damn. Say it ain't so. Please say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was just like, come on, y'all. Y'all oh, are tripping dude. hard. At this point, yeah. if that's what you're coming uh, back to. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, wow. All right. Um, the, and that, yeah, that I, I, I double that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, let's, let's jump in. Even though there's five topics today, let's jump into the main topic, which is topic number four. Um, Quincy Jones, a mega producer of music and whatnot, movies, TV shows, um, and then he's done everything musically that you could think of. He gives an interview um, in, um, I don't I forget the name of the, the where it appeared at this point in time, but the highlights of the interview. It was a Vulture magazine interview. Vulture, yes, thank you. Yeah, so the highlights of the interview were massive. Uh, he comes in, we've, we've titled or talked about before, uh, it's an interview where his give a fuck button is broke, uh, he's free, black, and rich. Um, I mean, he... he yeah, he and scorched the earth. Yeah, he scorched the earth on what he talked about, who he talked about, and it's a little bit trippy too. You can think there's a couple of moments where you might not think he's like all together with his faculties or whatever, but uh, he he lets it fly. And uh, so we're gonna touch on some of the highlights and kind of you know go around a little bit. And I'm gonna run him for one of the things that he did or didn't do in his interview too. But um, here we go. Uh, and I'm taking them in order because I just read the interview before we started again. All right. First off, Michael Jackson. It was like, hey, you know, what can you tell us about Michael? Um, he stole music. He stole songs from people. Um, and I told him his plastic surgery was butt cheeks. Those were pretty much the three things he did. <laughs> he <had to> <laughs> Damn. Damn. He out in there plastic <laughs> yeah, he's. And, and his problem was propofol. Like, he went out there, he was like, shoot, his problem at the end was propofol. Like, he just was not like a drug addict or whatever. So I was like, golly, oh, man, that man. dude made you millions of dollars. And you just freaking ran him up this freaking flagpole. Oh, Lord, damn, so, uh, man. So, Hutch, is, is it uh, not fair or foul, but is it fair or foul that he's shitting on the dead like that? 
Yeah, I mean, everybody's got a story to tell, and I mean, he—I mean, he was there. He, I mean, he, they collaborated on the biggest sales out of all time. So, and I mean, he was there. He—I guess he would know. Female perspective? Does he? I mean, any of that stuff surprised you about Michael Jackson? Does the stealing music part kind of surprise me? And he's also, he was also cheap with paying and people and for I, music. And I, and I was going to comment on the stealing music part because they were talking about it on TMZ um, earlier this week. I saw and, that, and too. apparently they said he stole songs, he stole part of a song from Donna Summers. So mm -hmm. they, in turn, played the little snippet from Donna Summers' song, and then they played, you know, different from Billy Jean. And at first, when you initially hear it, it doesn't sound the same. Then they slow down the song from Donna Summers, yeah. and it is the same beat. It is mm -hmm. the exact same beat. So uh, I think there is something to that. Yeah. It's, it's so surprising to me that he was, all, you know, like you said, you know, because he was known for his extravagant spending but not for people that did music for him. He was cheap with the people that made beats and, you know, produced the stuff for him. Like, it was just like, dang, man, Mike, you, you, dang, Mike. Uh, and not that I had any real facade that Mike was anything other than what he was, but he definitely stripped away any, you know, niceties that I had for Michael Jackson. So, uh, yeah, this uh, it was a little bit messed up. Uh, so, yeah, he burned Mike. Next, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he did drop a bomb on, on Mike. Yeah, he dropped a bomb. Yeah, he did throw in there. He did throw in there too that Mike, you know, hated himself because his father used to beat him and uh, that he, you know, a lot of the stuff that all, you know, all of us knew. Yeah, he beat him and told him he was ugly and whatnot, which led to all the plastic surgery. So, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so, okay, so everybody in this uh, podcast. Who in their family or somebody in their family didn't crack off because they lose or something? I think that's yeah. the white patches on our side of the track. Well, yeah, I would give you that, but who's on everybody on this podcast got any money to fix anything about themselves? <laughs> yeah, they're right. Well, so, yeah, I, I think there's a little bit I of that, too. Well played, sir. All right, and I'm gonna throw this one to Hutch. His next, his next order of things was like, you know, they were like, "Hey, do you know anything that you should know?" He was like, "Hey, man, I know who killed Kennedy. It was Sam Giancarlo, <laughs> the, the old mob hit that they killed him. I was all wrapped into Joe Kennedy's shady dealings as a, you know, bootlegger from back in the day." Um, so, Hutch, you are a a known JFK conspiracist. Uh, uh, Quincy, Quincy Jones, though. Yeah, Chris Jones knows him. Hey, I, I think that's a pretty good call. Okay. All right. Uh, the, I, I thought something that he didn't talk about in there that I wish the interview would ask him. Like, so who killed Tupac? Because he, you know, you used to date, he used to date your daughter or whatever. Yeah, there's stuff behind that whole Tupac though, mm -hmm. situation too. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, he, I was, he was engaged to his daughter. Yeah. Tupac was engaged to um, Quincy Jones' Kiana. daughter. Yeah, the Kiana. Oh, oh boy. So, and, so there's, and, some, there's some stuff oh, behind oh, that. Oh, no, I'm going to skip that. I'm going to skip that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, allegedly, um, there, there was some information that Tupac dropped uh, where he said Quincy was trying to get him to uh you know to basically have sex with him. So mm -hmm. yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting to that soon enough. Yeah. Uh, we're getting to that soon enough. <laughs> we're getting oh, to that Lord. soon enough. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm I was very curious that you know that I mean that's interesting that they you know have that put that part in there uh i you know uh it what a wide-ranging interview then it was like hey you're a, uh, what's your sign i'm a pisces cool yeah me too man i'm like okay like whatever i'm not sure how this is relevant to this situation but let's keep it going all right we'll throw it the female perspective and big hearts on this and we'll get you too sam man i'm not sure where you are about the fab four or five um what'd you huh. think of the beatles they were the worst musicians ever <laughs> oh my <laughs> god 
the worst musicians ever, especially Ringo, which everybody, you know, shits all Ringo or whatever. But um, female perspective, he's he said even he and I definitely I false I hugely disagree with him about Paul being the worst bass player ever or whatever. But what the hell do I know? Um, he said that the Beatles were the worst musicians ever. They couldn't get it together the first time he met them. So what do you think about his Beatle diss? Um, that I, you know what, that could have been the case. Um, you know, I mean, Quincy is a, a an excellent musician, um, so, right, and producer. So, I mean, I would think he would be able to call if somebody was, uh, you know, up to par or not. And I, you know, I know he said Ringo was was awful. He said they had to keep playing Ringo's part over and over just for him to get it. So, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 you know. Hey, like I said, he he probably know what he's talking about. At least at that, at that particular point. Hutch, <laughs> mm-hmm. you are a huge, uh, you're a huge Beatles fan. What do you think? I'm a big Beatles. Fan. I'm a Beatles fan too. I know that's why I threw it to both of y'all. Maybe on that that's threw it. song, whatever they, you know, maybe that's why I threw it to both of you. Pretty much everybody too. He was like, you know, Elon Musk, 
We, Elon Musk was trying to get him to go to Burning Man. He was like, I ain't going to that shit. And um, he name <laughs> dropped everybody, really, in this whole interview. Uh, the next one, and this is where we're going to run him, and I know female perspective is going to be on my side on this one. Uh, when it got to the portion, they were talking about, you know, kind of like hashtag me too, sexual harassment in Hollywood or whatever. You know, he gave an answer about, you know, feminism and, you know, women not taking it anymore and racist, whatever. They were like, all right, well, what about Bill Cosby? He was like, man, we shouldn't be talking about that in public. And the, the guy questioned it again. He was like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. I was like, so you can tell me the Beatles is crap, but you can't be like, yeah, Bill Cosby raped like 50 people. Um, and that was wrong. He didn't do it. And that's some bullshit. Like, he's getting a lot of props for this whole interview for being honest. He definitely wasn't honest in that because I'm sure he knows. And I know Female yeah. Perspective has a very similar take on this. Yeah, um, well, you know, they, they ran in the same circle. So, you know, yeah, and I'll leave it at that. Well, I mean, because, you know, I mean, again, why are you, of all the people that you protect in here, that's the one that you're going to protect? You know, and it's kind of weird, you know, like he was Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because he went on, he went on something on another part of it. He was like, yeah, you know, some people that never got like the props that they deserve was like uh, James Ingram, Tevin Campbell, uh, the brothers Johnson or whatever, which may or may not be true. But so if you, if you think that they didn't get the props that they deserve, then in turn, you should be honest enough about the fact that, you know, Bill Cosby had a lot of foibles um, and most legal ones at that. And go ahead and just go ahead and burn that bridge too because, honestly, what's the point? Uh, I thought that was pretty chicken shit, actually. Because Bill Cosby knows shit too. Right. On and Quincy Jones. Yeah, he probably knows some dirt on him as well. Right. They're, yeah. they're Eskimo brothers and Carl probably. probably. Yeah. Cosby yeah. on his deathbed and be like, uh... <laughs> Quincy Jones killed Tupac. Yeah, that's weak. Uh-huh. It was weak. All right. Uh, then we get to the Trump version of this. You know, he there was a portion of it. He was like, "Well, you know what? What could you change if anything?" Now he was like, "Oh, you know, the racism or whatever is terrible." Like that, he said, um, "Trump supporters are uh, a bunch of uneducated rednecks." That sounds uh-huh. accurate. Um, and then he um, he said he used to hang out with him. He was like he was a crazy motherfucker, and he was a narcissist. Uh, uh, I mean, limited. He got him limited mentally, which I thought was genius. <laughs> and <laughs> but then he drops a line. He was like, "Oh yeah, I used to date Ivanka too." And was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, yeah, about tw- about twelve years ago. Um, you know, his daughter was doing something with Tommy Hilfiger, and it was like, oh, she wants to have dinner with you, and he had dinner. I mean, he didn't say anything other than, I mean, he said dated. I'm assuming it used the vernacular of dated means that he smashed. So, um, uh, Ivanka and Quincy Jones, who would have been, I guess, 73 at the time. Uh, uh, I guess, uh, whatever, what's your vote? Yeah. <laughs> Female perspective. Does does that sound plausible? Yes, it does. It does sound plausible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, man, does it sound plausible that this seventy-three-year-old was getting it on with? I don't how old. I don't even know how old Ivanka is. So, hey, money opens up a lot of doors. That's all I can say. And whether you decide to go to that store is your decision. But apparently, you did. Whatever. Yeah, whatever comes to your boat, brother, I guess. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so that was one of those things that I signed, just like old man talking shit. I didn't really buy that because there's nothing, at least not outwardly, there's nothing about Ivanka Trump that makes me think that she'd be interested in black dudes at all, let alone old black dudes. So, <laughs> um, I just <laughs> definitely not black dudes. We know that. She's interested yeah. in money and power. Yeah, so, and and he yeah. would have had yeah, a lot yeah, of that. in that order. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. I agree. I, I understand. I, I mean, like I said, I just it just it just seemed kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I used to do that too. You know, it's like, oh really? Word. 
Yeah, it just seems. Is that the one you got questions with? I mean, that's the one you get the most calls? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying that I think, like, in just in the of the quotes that he gave about the Trump family and the Trumpism, that was the one that gave me pause. All the other stuff sounds dead on, you know, so maybe that is too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, dude's limited mentally. He's a bunch of uneducated rednecks. He's a narcissist or whatever. Oh, yeah, they used to smash his daughter. Wait, what? You know, um, that sounds kind of weird, like out of out of order. But, I mean, you know, whatever. that's kind of like what Sarah Palin was, was dipping into black ink, too. I mean, yeah. I, you wouldn't have thought that either, being a whatever Alaska, but she was dipping, so everybody's dipping, I guess. It's all that. Shout, shout out to Glenn Rice. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So, let, hold on. Let me get to my other note. I have to, I, again, I had a bunch of pages. All right, Cindy Lauper, damn near messed up. We are the world. Um, there was a question about we are the world, and you know there was a rumor like the rockers didn't really care for the song. And uh, there's another part here that I wish the interviewer would have asked too that the rockers didn't really care for the song. He was like, man, it wasn't the rockers. It was damn Cindy Lauper. She kept messing up her part and freaking high pitch, and she had all the necklaces on and shit. It was messing up the microphones. It was the rockers. It was just Cindy Lauper. So he runs Cindy Lauper for uh for just messing everything up. So and it's kind of funny because if you hear her part, because she has a part on there, she goes, she, she's just screaming. You're like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I mean, somebody signed off on her being able to do that. It was just kind of weird. Um, but. Yeah. She was big at the time, so I mean, yeah. yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Right. Let's well, be honest. She's she's actually not in the peak of a lot of those other uh, musicians, <laughs> to say the least. But why she's didn't the they? The right time. I wonder why the interviewer didn't ask him any questions about Prince, like at all. Like he didn't ask him one question, and also why did you know? I mean, there's the story out there that Prince was like, "That song is complete." shit, I'll write a better song, and they were like, no, which is why he didn't show up after the Grammys for the recording of the song. So, Well, he, um, made, he made a comment about Prince. You didn't read that? I missed, I missed it. Then what did he say? Because um, I saw on one of the shows where they were talking about, <laughs> they were talking about you know, the bomb he's dropping. Um, apparently, when, um, when Prince and Michael Jackson did their tribute to James Brown, Prince felt that Michael upstaged him, and mm. um, after the concert, uh, was gonna try to run him, Latoya, and uh, Michael's mom over. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a, I definitely no. missed that one. Oh damn! This is some Looney Tune shit here. Good lord! Yeah, that's that is. That is truly the blackest thing I heard this week because <laughs> that qualifies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! How <laughs> in the world? I ain't never. I ain't never heard. I missed that one. I gotta go back and read it. Holy cow! Um, well, <laughs> that's interesting. But um, yeah, so I, yeah, he just. I mean, again, oh, types of things that he. You know, talked about that, you know, about the music. He's like, everything I've done has been good. What are you talking about? I mean, he was completely not open to any fact, you know, what's the best thing you worked on? Everything, you know, like, and he was. <laughs> that's, that's old man talk. Yeah. That's, that's him being at the point where, like you said, his, his give a fuck button is broke. And right. he's like, yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. going to let it fly. And yeah. What you going to do? Tell me no. Yeah, yeah, what you right. gonna do? Tell me I'm not. Yeah, I mean, and you gotta wonder about how many people around Quincy Jones at this point in his life can tell him no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no. You, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so you know, you've gotten to that point where nobody can tell you no, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's definitely not happening. Yeah, half the. Yeah, yeah. Half the no doubt about it um right uh, next topic he's at the state of the current music it sucks i agree with him on this as well he's like everything sucks essentially everything sucks all the music sucks yeah everything sucks the producing sucks the writing sucks the music sucks 
And he said, uh, when, when everybody's just chasing money, and when you do that, God leaves the room, and you're making music, I was like, golly, that's harsh, too. <laughs> that is harsh, damn. That's harsh, too. He was like, yeah, God's not supporting whatever that you're putting out there. I mean, I know we're all <laughs> probably of the same breath that, you know, c- current music does suck, uh, you know, but he yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But again, current music ain't made for us, and it certainly ain't made for Quincy Jones. So, yeah, I, I mean, I and I agree with him. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just it, it does it come off as an old man sour grape hot? I don't think it's sour grape. I think, I think he's preaching the truth. Mm-hmm. Every, everything he has said. Up, uh, I mean, I'm going to all the shit that I heard. I mean. We ain't got to what I got my most questions on. Everything else so far is tiny. It's coming. I know what you're talking about, and it's coming. Um, uh, let's see. So, guy left the remind. Here's the part that Hutch is talking about. All right. So, they were talking about something about uh, you like Brazilian music. It was like a weird quote that was in there. And then he starts talking about they used to go out uh, salsa dancing or some type of dancing with Marlon Brando, and he was like, the, you know. Uh, he 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 was like one of the best dancers, this that and the other. And then he was like, man, that dude would fuck anything, a mailbox. And then he just started name checking niggas that this nigga fuck. He was like, um, James Baldwin, Richard Pryor, Marvin Gaye. And it was like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, what, what, what? Oh, man. Now hold, now let's be corporate ground. Is James Baldwin was gay, so it's not a really surprise or whatever. Marvin Gaye, who's always suspected to be gay. So right. that's really yeah. not a surprise mm-hmm. either. Uh, and then uh, Richard Pryor is going to be the one that we're end up talking about here. So, but I mean, some of his early comedy stuff, there are jokes in there that would lead you to suspect that he might have had a couple of homosexual encounters in his lifetime. Plus, given his, if you've seen JoJo Dancer, his life was not exactly um, uh, typical, to say the least. So. Any of this like of a surprise to you? I, I didn't. I, I never heard any rumors about Brando being gay. Female perspective. I have. Yeah, I've, okay. I've heard rumors about Brando being bisexual. Yeah. Okay. So no. Um. Now that it's out there, no, it's not a surprise. One. Um. And and I think his widow kind of backed it up a bit because she said that that he wrote about it in his journal and so forth about his you know bisexuality and so forth. And like you said, his his childhood was not normal by any means. No. Um, and plus, mm. you know, everybody was doing a whole heck of a lot of drugs back then. And I think even his widow said back then, um, they were doing so many drugs, they would have fucked the uh, radiator and sent the flowers the next day. So, <laughs> 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 so that tells you something right there. Yeah. So any of that stuff sounds surprising to you when you read it, Sandman? Actually, no. Uh, Brando, it just kind of fits with him. I think I could see him be homosexual for some reason. It, it really didn't phase me that much. So, and when, when, at first when you said Rich, I was like, what? And then I was like, well, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, that probably makes some sense to me before <laughs> I thought about it. Because Rich's uh, struggles were legendary. You, you already brought up a JoJo Dancer. Man, that, he went through some shit. <laughs> his struggles with drugs, his wives, women. His whole life is, you know, pretty much all over the place. It's amazing that he was able to move, make the number of movies that he did, even late in his life, uh, that he was still healthy enough to do it, some of the stuff he's gone through. So, no, nah, it really didn't surprise me. It really didn't. Hutch, I know that's the one topic that you were thinking about, uh, the subtopic yeah, here. I mean, when you sent me this on the text chain, and I was uh, working, and I was like, okay, I saw Molly Brando, Richard Pryor, wife, something, and I'm like, okay, maybe they're, I don't know, they play cards together? <laughs> 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 Alright, um, and then I opened it up, and the rest of my work day was kind of lightweight fucked up. Let's be real. Like, what? They did what together? Oh, what? <laughs> I, um, hey, I, there's a whole lot of shit that shocked me on many things. For one, I really didn't know that Prince and Michael Jackson had were feuding. 
that's one thing I saw out there. I was just beyond the topic. But nonetheless, mm. but I didn't know that Marvin King was uh, for the Emory. <laughs> I thought he was, I thought he was straight and narrow. Uh, I thought, I mean, Richard Pryor, he said things about, you know, homosexuality, that I thought he was on the straight and narrow. I mean, I, and I thought Marlon Brando was, I mean, I, women loved him, and they still loved him, even he was a fat ass, and the Godfather. And mm. So I'm like, okay, so, and I mean, band is maids, and got kids everywhere, and I mean, what the, I had no idea he was uh, rimshot, we'll call it. Yeah, <laughs> he was bisexual. I, 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 but Hutch, hold up. Like, there is, I mean, since Marvin Gaye was killed back in 1980-whatever, it was always that thought that his dad had killed him because he was super, like, nutjob religious, and he knew his son was gay, which is why he killed him. So, I mean, and, I mean, there was those rumors that he liked to dress in women's clothes and put on women's drawers and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's not, I don't really think. Well, you, you, you remember, I mean, our, our parental unit that love Marvin Gaye do more. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she filtered all that out or something, <laughs> but I ain't never heard a damn thing about that. All I mm-hmm. hear is Vincent Lover and Tammy Terrell and, I mean, got to give it up. Now that means a whole nother uh, thing to me now. <laughs> 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 I mean, but he that a, a closeted a closeted black gay singer is not unheard of in our whatever society. I mean, shit. Look at Luther. Everybody but, thought he was singing about a woman all that time, and he wasn't. We're talking. We're, we're talking 1984 or so. And we just finished watching the, um, I will throw this out, we just finished watching a special about George Michael, who was also, mm. granted he wasn't uh, African-American, but yes, he was a closeted yeah. uh, uh, entertainer as well, so yeah. For many years, yes. For yeah, many just, years, yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't a time that that was going to be okay. So, and I think even, especially for, for black singers and male singers, because, uh, you know, for the religious issues, the people who try to guilt them or whatever, too, you know, and a lot of the fans are, you know, were women as well. So, I'm like, he, it, right. it's just, it's uh-huh. just, it wasn't going to work then, but, well, I mean, like, I mean, like, Little Richard was, I, I mean, Little Richard was out there, that was, I mean, he's a, I don't think he's admitted, or daddy, or bitch, I don't know, but. I mean, he was the only person I could really point out that was was working that side of the street. But he wasn't singing crooning love songs either. You know, there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, there's a difference, a difference between... in the image there. I mean, right, most yeah. people saw uh, Marvin Gaye, as, at least women did, saw him as someone, heck, they wanted to sleep with. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I mean, when, when, when you shattered that, that you know, fantasy. Then, yeah, you yeah, run it was, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just not a. I mean, there was nothing that he was going to be able to do. And you know, I'm sure Motown knew that secret for the longest time. There's been a suspected Marvin Gaye biopic for many, many years. I think the last one was. Uh, and his family Jesse, put the kibosh on it. I think. Yeah, I think Jesse yeah. Williams was supposed to play uh, the gentleman from the Flash. Uh, was supposed to play him. And, uh, yeah, every every time it gets like it's going to get made, something happens. You can't get the clearance for the music or something, you know. So, yeah, it's just been just something that hasn't worked. I mean, I, I, again, I didn't know Brando got down like that at all. That's not my thing, but, you know, whatever. I mean, there's rumors There's rumors out there, too. Uh, not even a rumor that, um, what's, an, uh, what's it, Eartha Kitt had a threesome with James Dean and Marlon Brando. So, I mean... He obviously, yeah. He, I haven't heard that one, but I'm yeah, she, she talked. Well, no, they said they, they said James Dean was bisexual too. Correct. Well, obviously, if he was getting down in that situation over there, so <laughs> I mean, but, you know. But another thing I want to point out, and you know, you're also in an industry where anything goes, and yeah. so therefore, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really surprised by any of this because I, I used to go to this website a while ago and 
And basically, you know, um, I won't say what the website was, but it would just have, you know, like celebrity gossip and stuff like that. And basically what they said on this website is that a good many of, of these actors and entertainers and so forth are bisexual, and, and a lot of them, or, or they might be homosexual, and a lot of them, you know, present this image of being, you know, whatever they think is going to fail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they cover that up. Right. But that yeah. is very prevalent in that industry. So, right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think it was just a, a, a point of reference in the story that was like, oh, yeah, by the way. I think, in a sense, and I heard somebody say this, too, that also was not um, uh, Quincy Jones' story to tell. You know what I mean? Like, you just said mm-hmm. something about somebody that, you know, again, they're dead, so they can't defend themselves. But you, that wasn't your story to tell, to, like, out them like that. Um, but, you know, I don't think anybody's, you know, nobody, again, free, black, and rich. Like, what are you going to do? Sue me. You know what I mean? And all but here's the thing. I mean, most, most people will never tell their, their true story. I mean, usually because of your autobiography or, or someone else's biography, whatever. Somebody mm-hmm. dig that shit up or whatever. No one usually brings that shit out unless they got mm-hmm. caught or something. Case and great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> then again. <laughs> and again, all these dudes, and again, and, all and these dudes are dead. Example there, Teddy Pendergrass. You saw right. what happened yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Another story. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right. Uh, hey, you like Brazilian music? All right. <laughs> that was one of weird quotes that's in there. All right. And, that was, and, that was, uh, and yeah, and another example, I mean, look at, you know, Eddie Murphy's situation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, yeah. Stop telling Eddie's story. <laughs> yeah. He's got yeah. a long way to bury that story. Um, all right. Yes, okay. Yes. All right, so that's, that's the Quincy Jones interview. Just an absolute wow. Just, I mean, holy cow, man. My man just Crazy. went for it all the way. Uh, so uh, we'll see how long he, he makes it past that interview. Uh, I'm sure some people got some things to have to say to him and about him or whatever at 85. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. All right. Our last story here uh, for the Black Thing scene this week uh, is Black Panther. We are literally um, seven, six days away uh, from the world premiere. Uh, it's been out and been previewed uh, internationally and in the United States a little bit for screeners and whatnot. And last I saw it had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 98 now. 98, so everybody... Two, two negative reviews. No, so people yeah, are really excited. <laughs> people are really excited. So um, I have my tickets. I'm seeing it Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, uh, on some bullshit about some reserved seats. I think I already texted you about that, which is some shit. But um, so, and I know Sandman's thoughts on this because we talked about on the uh, on the, uh, the Marvel Hacks. So, Hutch, what, is, what are you thinking six days out for this movie? I am going to see it. I have not purchased or pre-purchased my tickets yet. Um, all the, I mean, even the uh, non-Brohams around me in my uh, places are, we hype, we hype, we're going to check it out. It's going to be great. And I'm like, okay, if you got to go see it, then it should be well. Mm-hmm. Do you talking about your, your white friends, your white coworkers? Uh, yeah, them. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this before. I've been curious to see how many of them see it or what the movie is going to be like. What about you, female perspective? And I'm going to bring up a topic that we talked about on the Marvel Hacks a little bit to throw it back out on the table. What, what is your anticipation of the movie coming up a week away? I am excited. I mean, I, I've been reading some of the reviews. I have yet to read a review that wasn't glowing. Um, mm-hmm. I have noticed that People that you know, it seems to be a lot of people very various different ethnicities who are excited and hyped about seeing it. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I from what I've read, I mean, yeah, it should be very entertaining. So I'm I'm hyped. Okay, what I was going to bring, what we talked about on the Marvel hacks was that 
um, I'm I'm curious as to if I'll be able to watch it with my black hat on and still come away with a um, a you know a fair review. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the reviews that I've kind of skimmed through, I haven't really read too many of them because I don't want to get spoiled. You know, but a lot of the stuff are by you know black reviewers, black podcasters, black bloggers, or whatever, kind of like us. And I'm like, okay, you know, they're just like gushing over this movie like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, I I hope I can, I hope it's good, but I also hope, you know, I know people got blind spots too because they've been wanting this movie for forever. That is this, is it going to be good or is people, black people, going to be like, oh, this shit was good just to say it's good because you can't criticize the movie, female perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I understand where you're coming from with that. And, yeah, I do have some trepidation as far as that is, is concerned as well. Uh, like maybe people are overhyping it because of, you know, the significance of it and so forth. Um, so I guess this is just going to have to be, uh, it's just going to be a wait and see, you know, watch it and, and draw your own conclusions from that. But, um, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I think a lot of that came out of Wonder Woman is that, you know, people were so wanting to see this movie and it was, you know, and it had been too long and all the other DC movies sucked that, that had that going for it too. But it was, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, wow, you know, finally Wonder Woman. And again, it's not a bad movie, but I think people were making it out way better than it actually was. How it's just a, Can you see it without rose-colored glasses? Um, uh, no. I see a beautiful woman in a tight dress that's beautiful, and I will watch that all day. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I meant more Black Panther, I mean. Will you be able to watch it without Wakanda club, Wakanda covered glasses? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Wakanda covered glasses, I will watch a black man jump on air, or jump on cars and beat up white people all day. Okay, yeah. It's the same, man. You go ahead, because maybe people don't listen to the Marvel hacks or whatever kind of what's your perspective on being able to see this as a black person, but being able to watch it objectively. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped up for it, obviously. It's um, obviously with this cast, first of all, the cast is so good and black, obviously. And, you know, I'm, even you said, I believe on one of our podcasts, is like, man, there's it's a lot of black people in this movie. And yeah, it's black. <laughs> I don't have that yeah. If it is black, it is two white guys and everybody else is black. Pretty much, and um, and it's going to be weird, you know, almost weird to see that. You know, when I'm in, I was, I've been thinking about this when you're in the movie, and it's just, it's, it's going to be, un, it's kind of surreal just to see like, an entire black cast dominating a movie. You know, you just don't see that in Hollywood movies, obviously. And um, I mean, this is not the first black. Uh, Superhero movie. I mean, people have been trying to run with that. That's not true. A Blade came out yeah. a long time before right, this. Right. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, this Somebody is the first. Somebody pointed that out also that Blade, um, Blade was really the first, and that really Blade is what started the whole superhero uh, movie. Correct. And yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Let me point that out. Good superhero movie trend, and I don't think Blade gets nearly the amount of credit that he deserves for that. It doesn't. It doesn't. it doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, my, I'm going to be. I just hope that the movie really is as good as people are saying because after reading all these reviews and all the hype, you know, my anticipation level is so high now. I just hope I don't get disappointed by it. You know, I don't think I will. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> my ex. I'm like, I'm like, okay now. After hearing all this stuff, I. Better see an Oscar winner or something, you know, and it's yeah. rarely like that. I hope you know, it's probably not going to be. It's not going to be like that, but yeah, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it's really really good. Of course, uh, I'm interested. I mean, they're really tackling you know kind of colorism for black movies too. We've never seen as many dark skinned black people in a movie as well. Not like a main yeah, movie yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, that's I mean, absolutely just some dark black folks in I mean, too. Shit. Because I, I, literally every nigga in this movie fails the brown bag test. Like, every single one of them. And you just don't see that in the movie. You just don't. Like, you do not see that in a movie at all. So, I mean, if if Angela Bassett is the darkest person in your movie, I mean, god damn. So, uh, or, the light, or the lightest person in your movie. If she's the lightest person in your movie, that's, that's, that's pretty dark. 
Chat with both um, ain't exactly like <laughs> so. No, not at all. So yeah, so it'll it'll be hype. We'll definitely have to come together to talk the review here after it comes out. So yeah, very excited. All right. I'm gonna have to say Saturday. Yeah, um I'm I mean it's gonna, you know, and I said this to Sandman before we started. It gets, it gets this weekend, and it gets the Monday as well um, mm-hmm. for the holiday break, because uh, most people will be off on for President's Day on that Monday as well. You know, the the it's anticipated to make over a hundred million dollars on its opening weekend. Uh, that would be pretty amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that would be pretty amazing, and you know, and it, I, I, you know, I don't know. It, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be. Very interesting. You see all these things about, you know, school buses of kids and school, whole schools of kids going to see yeah. the movie and people organizing it for kids to go see the movie. I mean, yeah, like, you know, I said, they, they started a GoFundMe um, page, didn't they, or a, um, to send, like, kids from various different um, communities to see the movie. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. and they've raised yeah. Uh, quite a bit of money, I believe. Yeah, they have. And yeah. They're take you know, I mean. Look, I, I, I text this to y'all after I bought my tickets that the, you know, I don't want to give these people any press or whatever, but the movie ticket company was like, oh, yeah, you got um, to reserve your seats. And I waited, you know, a long time to go ahead and buy my tickets. And I got, I got you know, good seats in a good spot, but I'm also on the side, you know, like, you know, four seats on the side. I'm not even, like, you know, center like I would normally get because, you know, the movie starts at 7, I'd get there probably at 6. And just go in there and get me a decent seat. No, you got reserved seats, which I think is kind of some BS too, because they never did that for any of the Star Wars movies that I haven't seen at the same movie theater that I bought the same ticket company from. So I think uh-huh. this is on some black shit for real, and I'm not happy about that at all. That's <laughs> literally the blackest thing I've seen this week. Is you making black people reserve their seats for a black ass movie? That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. So uh, yeah, that's that. All right. All right, so that's starts to wrap up uh, the podcast for this week. Uh, remember, you'll be able to find this uh, podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Podbean. Uh, there was another one in there, too. Oh, and the TuneIn app. So whatever your favorite uh, streaming app is, put in Brothers Comics, you'll be able to find this podcast. Hutch, we need exit music. It's got to be something from Quincy Jones. Uh, <laughs> they stuck like that. Or... No. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What? Uh, Do we uh, go? We are the world. Oh, corn shit. No, corn shit. Oh, either go with. Uh, you guess Stanford is on theme. I don't know. <laughs> oh Lord. Stanford is on theme. Wait a minute. Come on, um, man, We ain't go better than that. Five one hundred ways. Uh, I mean, what goes? I mean, secret uh-huh. garden. No. Yeah. That is a good song, though. A little inappropriate, but yeah, I'm gonna be there. (laughs) (laughs) If we go against one of his, can we get one of? Can we get one of stealing Michael Jackson ass produced Quincy Jones songs from Off the Wall or from Thriller? Yeah, pick anything off a Thriller, (laughs) though. Hey, hey, Michael Jackson, I mean, he did it. I'm pretty sure he did it. And Quincy Jones didn't get his 10%. Fuck Quincy Jones. I said it. Yeah, he didn't give his 10% back of that song he stole, I'm sure. So, all right. All right. So, Quincy Jones just stole the cover to breathe. All right, well, come on now. Give me a song, man. Um, Choking under the pressure. Huh? We are choking under the pressure. Uh, I, I yeah. Dang, since oh. we were discussing it, go with Billy Jean, Michael Jack. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> We're going to be here another hour trying to get a dance on. <laughs> 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 well, uh, I mean, I mean, it's all. I know Karina. <laughs> uh, I know Karina too. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, what, just, just once or 100 ways? Just, just, like 
Yeah, that sounds better. I'll, I'll take just once. All right, let's go. Yeah, yeah, we should go with Temptation song. All right, which Temptation song? Oh, Jesus. You got to be secure. You got to be secure. Yeah, you got to be secure that he produced it. What now? Say that again? You need to be 100% secure that he produced it. I don't want to get a note from somebody <laughs> that, you know, that was actually produced by somebody else, not Quincy Jones. Oh, Lord. Yeah, um, ball, ball of Confusion sounds good. Ball of Confusion? Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> This part of a lot of questions. <laughs> mm. Oh, Lord. And I think we all are confused. Mm. <laughs> and just like this last five minutes, all, all confusion. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. So, is this Quincy Jones? I have to give props to somebody I normally can't stand. It looks like Jay Z helped out at the Trayvon March. Uh, March. Yeah. It looks I mean, that's pretty cool, and I'm not a big Jay-Z fan. Yeah. Uh, he's been involved in that situation, uh, uh, I think, since the beginning or whatever. So, yeah, shout out to Jay-Z. I am also not a fan. I think he's maybe one of the most overrated rappers of all time, but that's a different podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, he is. But man, I was, oh, man. You heard um, about the tweet that um, the orange uh, pumpkin or whatever we want to call him, uh, said yeah. about uh, Jay-Z, right? Yeah, that he had said uh, um, about the black unemployment thing. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. He, again, different podcast. All right. <laughs> Let me start to wrap this up. We just ran out an hour. Y'all know how I like to try to keep it out an hour. We ran out an hour. So, um, I try. I try. I try. I try. Uh, I'm not successful at it very much, though. But yeah, as we start to um, uh, wrap this up, again, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Brothers Comics. Uh, you can get Sandman at Sandman415 on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, the other two, they're in the ether, so don't look. All right. So as we start <laughs> to wrap it up, um, let's get the sign-off. Sandman, go ahead and sign off. All right, y'all. And after all that confusion... We say adios, and we'll see you next time. All right. Uh, female Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the Female Perspective. And Big Hutch, don't get fired, man. Be free, uh, free black and uh, rich. Oh. And oh. forever. All right. Y'all, take it easy. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Today we're